This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It is our number one of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. And welcome into the show. Salute to the 903 here on the text. Let me know about those L-Card women. Yeah, uh, I might regret that. Uh, General at your service, Addies. There's Brian Broaddus. The former Cowboy Scout NFL executive Lucius Alexander was in the Pimp Cap at Master Control. You do have Woolchuck and Shia follow here. You have Carter Freeman coordinating your video. And you can follow us all. Uh, you just go to at Nation on X, and we're right there in the bio. Okay, we're transitioning out of football into two very exciting stories here. Uh, we do have some Mike Zimmer audio coming up at 320. I want to tease that. Zim with Pelissero a couple of months back. You're going to want this audio. And that's coming up at 3.20. But obviously the Rangers opening up their World Series defense starting tomorrow. I'm sure there are, there are individuals already there in Surprise, Arizona, and they're getting to work. But um, that's going to be really exciting. And we can't wait to get there. I believe we fly out in, uh, in 12 days. Um, so, boom, right out there. And it, it's going to be the greatest spring training of our lives. If you don't have plans to get there yet, you need to rethink things. Okay, if you've ever oh, thought, you do. well, I need to go to spring training some, now's the day. Let your boss know. You know, you got late February and in, 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 in most of March. You need to get down out there to surprise. It's not that long of a drive. No. You could jump in the truck and head out there for a weekend. You know, maybe a, a, just one extra day off. But you need to do this because it's going to be f- freaking lit, Zach. It is. I, yeah. I can't wait. We also have Rangers hot stove tonight. With Jared Sandler, he's going to have Andrew Heaney and Cody Bradford on, Alito's own Cody Bradford, who stepped up in a big, big way. I know we'll have around the bases later. We'll look at some players that need to step up and surprise Arizona. But this is going to be fun. You can go out there and check out Justin Foscue, who's going to be trying to get that DH spot opening day. You got Wyatt Langford, Evan Carter. I mean, it's a who's who out there. Jack Leiter, has he carried over some of the tweaks that they made last year? Uh, it's going to be amazing. It, the buzz is going to be fantastic. And the beautiful thing about Arizona is all of these stadiums are pretty close together. So even if the Rangers aren't playing at their home park, they'll probably be within a 30-minute drive if you want to go catch them and, and check out some other parks in the area of surprise. Indeed. Stars are playing great hockey, uh, first place in the division, and they'll entertain Carolina tonight. And the Mavs are looking more and more like a team that could make a run in the West. I, I think that's the top local story because the shift to playing great basketball has been sudden and convincing, Eric. Yes, yes, it absolutely has. Uh, the, the the trade has worked out uh, very, very nicely through the first couple of games here. And uh, last night and over the course of this winning streak, they're doing it a little bit more with defense. 
which is really, really nice to see because, you know, even last night the offense struggles early on, uh, but it can get going at some point. Uh, but seeing them being able to win with a little bit of defense, it's not like you have guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. just on these heaters where they're just shooting out out of their mind and you know they're going to come back to earth. Like, he's actually been struggling a little bit. So uh, it, it, th- I think the defense and just the quick implementation of two guys, especially Gafford, just immediately hitting the ground running, I think is beautiful. Daniel Gafford. Are we already Daniel there? Gafford. Dude, the guy's been unbelievable. I mean, yeah. he has blown me away with how good he's been. It's 19 points, nine boards in a block in his first game. Then 16 points, 17 boards, five blocks in 24 minutes last night. The dude's been unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he might be better in Washington. You know, at least so far, it's looked like he's in a conversation for third best player on any given night. Mm. And that's huge. You know, I, just, I, I feel like reevaluating how good they are relative to being a contender in the West already. You know, I'm upgrading them significantly and, you know, we'll see how they come out of the all-star break. Their schedule is going to be a little bit more difficult and they'll face a number of contenders. And, you know, at that time, I think we're maybe five or six games away from saying, Hey, this West is wide open and the Mavs are a piece of that picture. Well, we were all talking about that. They had to do something. And I think we weren't really sure what they were going to try and do. But it looks like it's kind of paid off for him, though. And there's some people in the organization that felt like, and I'm circling back now, and like they, they feel like, yeah, we're we're gonna be okay. You know, and, and I didn't get the the sense of the enthusiasm for the moves they made. You know, so now I wonder how they really do feel about it. You know, and the, you know, it's, it's very small sample size, but it clearly is better. You know that, that I think that Oklahoma City game uh, got everybody's attention. The game last night they described as a nasty one. It, it ended was. well. It ended well for them, but it didn't they didn't start great. They, no, they, sloppy turnovers. Yeah, they, they say three nasty, balls are not dropping. Nasty, but you know, ended up well. So you know, you, that's cool. You get the win. But I, I wonder now how they do feel about what the additions that they made. You know, yeah. is 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 it is it is it better? Is it better than what I would we thought think so. now? I mean, yeah. initially it was kind of like, yeah. well, we'll see. It well, is. We'll see. Because I mean, yeah. I don't think a lot of us really knew the impact that Daniel Gafford would have. And, and it granted, right, we're, we're stressing the sample size. It's two games, but you yeah. are so much deeper now. And the issue with Lively, when he's on the floor, he's been incredible. But this team has been a shell of themselves without him because they don't have another legitimate big man. Now you do. Now yeah. you're able to kind of withstand some of these injuries now, which you weren't able to do. I mean, they, they filled some of their holes on their roster. I still don't think it's a finished product yet. Nico's still got work to do this offseason. But he added two additions that were big-time needs for this team. And P.J. Washington's versatility. I mean, yeah. the, the different positions that he can play and defend. I mean, both of these have just been home run ads so far. Yeah, Gafford gives you a different kind of big man. And, you know, Lively's great. You know, he's definitely a good young athlete. Little light. You know, Gafford is uh, a, a real brute in there. And he can he can score with his strength yeah. as well. You know, he's not just, you know, one of these old school guys who's super strong to rebound and defend. He can't. He gives you a matchup against the big bigs. Um, and you look at Denver and Minnesota, you're going to have to play that kind of basketball if you want to win multiple playoff series in this West. So I I just think it's it's really exciting to, to think about what might come into focus here in the not-too-distant future. I like the new-look Mavs. If Maxi can stay healthy and, and get his rhythm back, watch out NBA. Yeah, I mean, that, that adds to the versatility, man. Like having Maxi being as close to back to himself as possible defensively is huge. I mean, the way they close that game out where it's him and PJ as your power forward and your center, 
Uh, I mean, that is that's it, it, that is an opportunity to be one of your closing lineups in certain matchups, you know. Uh, so I, I think the 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 versatility and the depth that were added with with PJ and with Gafford, and then getting a healthy Maxi, and that's really going to be the main thing. Like when they made the moves, it's like, okay, I think this is you have enough talent here to be like, yes, we we are a team that should feel good about we can go compete and maybe win a playoff series, and and as long as they can stay healthy, I firmly believe that. Me too. Okay, um, here we go. Uh, the, the game Sunday was was kind of a dud in the first half, but did you guys see it? Ended up being the most watched program ever on television. It's insane. <laughs> uh, connected device, I, I guess, more available than ever. But the Taylor Swift factor yeah. overtime. Yeah, I think so. Um, a seven percent increase over last year's shootout. Yeah. So apparently, uh, people found it just as thrilling as we did here. Uh, you know, buried right in the in the in the sports world's bosom. Yeah, good there's matchup. there's it, it was a very good matchup, but I, I I do feel like that you had a bunch of followers that were locked in on Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think you're right. I, think I, I don't Swift I don't impacts. think you know I don't think you can you can turn away from that. You know, there were clearly when you saw people going into the game, there were people with Taylor Swift jerseys <laughs> on and stuff like that. So she yeah. obviously has some type of influence in in uh in you know what goes on in not only in social media but also things are you know entertainment things around the world yeah that in with Mahomes best player in the league and then the team that a lot of people thought was the best and the 49ers that also have a big fan base and then I, I you know I wonder how much the host city of Vegas added to kind of just the the hoopla and the pageantry of it all I think Vegas was a tremendous host city I expect the Super Bowl to be back there very very soon yeah I think the Mavs kind of did their best impression of the Chiefs going down 10 <laughs> in yeah. the late in the game yeah. and yeah. you know just putting Rally their foot down, down as an elite team and saying yeah. we're just going to execute and play great defense get stops find good shots and kind of made it look easy there at the, at the end um is it is it wrong to to feel good about the fact that San Francisco lost because now we didn't have to see on social media all those ladies the wives and girlfriends of the 49ers that seem to take over our timelines on stuff that those ladies post a lot of stuff that wasn't high on my list. That might be yeah, personal a, timeline. I've That's just, a TikTok thing for you. It might have just pulled on yourself a little bit. I don't, yeah, it, it went an OnlyFans thing. It, it, honestly, that these ladies, it's like, we're girlfriends of 49ers. We're going to be at the Super Bowl. You know, I didn't see one bit of their post at the end of that thing. And, it, you know, in a way, I kind of appreciate it. Yeah. Because yeah. before that, they were getting a little bothersome. Yeah, you know? Kyle Uchek, oh, yeah, yeah, her wife, well, no, or his the, wife. The wife is very talented. She makes really cool clothes. But the other girlfriends, wags, what they call them, you know, the wags, whatever. Yeah. Oh, they're riding yeah, the coattails. Yeah, they were literally. They, they were literally. Uh, their content was so much. It was over. It was so much. But yeah. after that game, I had not seen one post from those ladies. So well, sorry about, runners, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry about your your plight, there, ladies. I think there's a lot to appreciate <laughs> about what the Chiefs did for us, denying the the 49ers number six again, denying the yeah. Eagles last year. Yeah. They're just they're doing great work. The problem out there is for now us. we got to look at the Chiefs and think, holy crap, they're about to be at five. They That's are. Fine. Next thing you know, they'll be at eight. I feel like we'll blink and holy crap, Mahomes has how many Super Bowls now? This and, is unbelievable. Until they beat the Cowboys in one, they're like a a, a cousin. Team. You know what yeah, I would they do? Are family. If I was Clark, if I was Clark uh, Clark Hunt, you know he lives over in Jerry's neighborhood over here. Oh. I would I would take those Super Bowl trophies <laughs> and I would drive by his house, convertible, just lay on the horn, just. Just drive by. Got oh, another no. one. I'd love it if he did. Maybe that'll add some fire and you know, passion back. Just, just you know, just Clark over there and taunt him. You're in the same neighborhood, you know. Yeah. Somebody's in this neighborhood's a champion, you know. I, I think Clark needs to 
I think Clark needs to stir it up a little bit over there in the neighborhood. Yeah. I, th- I think Broadus needs to settle down on watchdog in these wags, though. <laughs> He's doing a little too much watchdog in these My timeline is not pretty. I'm just going to admit it that. Sounds it like sounds like it's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, there's a lot that goes on in my timeline. You call, you, <laughs> are you saying the Niner wives are dogs? Wow. No. After the, what happened last year, Brian? No, 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 he not, saw hotter not, at the RuPaul show that he couldn't not, couldn't get him out yeah. of in Vegas. Oh, by the way, I had to explain What's that. doing again? I had to explain that to my mom, by the way. Me too. Yeah, what, the, yeah. the, <laughs> the drag queen you took home? <laughs> yeah. The just how progressive queen. you are? Yeah, but you know, I'm just open-minded in a lot yeah, of ways. You are. But the but the, yeah, these ladies, they were they were all over my timeline. <laughs> all over it. And now they're not on my timeline. I anymore. like how you're doing the air quotes every time you say ladies. Yeah. They are ladies. <laughs> they they're super proud of Elvin Adams no, no, they, they were <laughs> you guys. I'm talking about those 49er gals. I'm not yeah, talking no, about the Vegas know. gals. We, we just we loop, we, we looped you in and you got stuck in a whirlwind of, of RuPaul stuff. So uh it's all right, but just yeah, wait just settle. Yeah, we go to New Orleans next year, right? Is that what we got to look forward to? Is there a lot of that going on over there? Oh, a lot of that. Ask Wolchuk about that. Didn't you like? Oh yeah, Wolchuk got that buried was, in uh, that in was inside shows. Rick's cabaret. They, I think they got you my did. phone, didn't, and didn't it was you? a bad situation. Oh, I thought you, that's why I, I no I longer s- have Cash App. Oh, I thought you saddled up with one. No, I did not. Okay. No, no, no. Like I got in and I got out. Maybe not that time. Maybe a questionable one. Yeah. No questionable over here. Sometimes you could get fooled. Speak for yourself, bud. It's it's a personal problem. No, no, it's Fat Tuesday. You have a lot to drink. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. Happy Fat Tuesday. Happy Fat Tuesday. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, you don't. Okay, I can't say that on air. No, no, no. You're on a roll already. Yeah, Yeah, don't let us stop you. (laughs) I love you. Nice work, Broadus. Okay, uh, where are the Cowboys on the Super Bowl uh, odds for next year, Wolchuk? Oh, gosh. (laughs) How big would they have to be? Did you guys want to have a laugh at this? From one joke to another. uh, First Super Bowl odds are out. They're going to have them in the top five or something stupid. I think the biggest joke here is that. Plus 1,500. Kansas City probably right. is not number one. Sh- should be number one. San Francisco the is there. But you got the Cowboys at plus 1,800. I think uh-huh. they're the, they've got the eighth best odds. Green Bay's ahead of them. Cincinnati's ahead of them. Buffalo, Baltimore, Detroit, then San Fran and Kansas City. But at plus 1,800, they're tied with Miami and Philadelphia. Hey, you need Mozzie and Scooney to show up good in in camp and ace a draft. You need like four guys yeah. to be on the all-rookie team, and I could see it. They're due to ace the draft after last yeah. year. I think this is going to be a hell of a class. Or go spend a bunch of money. Well, they can do on. that too. <laughs> no, we, we're really making jokes today. Huh. Okay. Uh, Hassan Reddick saying he never requested to be traded by the Eagles days after a source confirmed to ESPN that the team granted the edge rusher permission to seek a trade. Never asked, he said, posting on X or re- reacting to comments he made to Bleach Report expressing the same sentiment. However, I do understand it's a business and I'm preparing for whatever is next. Speaking of teams that are up against it now, I think that is the cost. I, I think we're about to see the cost for Philadelphia of making their all-in move to try to win a Super Bowl. And we glorify the job Howie Roseman has done. There's a downside to it, you know. And the, the Cowboys don't want to be here where it's like, crap, we're not going to be good. We got to trade some of our best players. We got to bite the bullet here and, and, and try to regroup. Maybe 25-26, we'll, we'll make another run at this thing. Well, they, a, can, they can try and extend him, I think, is the thing here, if they want to save some cap space. It's just they got to de- decide. Do they want to do that? Maybe it's a bad deal, and then they end up hating it in a few years from now, but I don't know. Uh, Hassan Reddick, that's an interesting deal. That's their best pass rusher. Yeah, you know, I, I think 
maybe right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing yeah. out there or something. It is. <laughs> hmm. It's an interesting story. Maybe his his agent's trying to work back channels or something, and he's not letting Hassan know exactly everything that he's working on or try to secure a future. Who knows? End of an era in the golf world. You saw Jordan Spieth annoyed with fans over the weekend of the Phoenix Open. Unruly crowds. They had to halt beer sales and general admission. Yeah. The event turned into a money grab and it turned into a drunk fest and there were less golf fans getting drunk and more just like unruly partiers than ever. So uh, they're talking about where it goes from here, Brian. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there's... The, the, People can't go out yeah, and get they, blotto in public. Anymore. And now Liv is acting, well, can we take your blueprint for our tournaments, please? You know, Liv would love to have the... They'll call it the wasted management and they'll just lean all the way into yeah, it. Totally lean no all the way. No drinking in our country, but yeah. by God, we'll throw a hell of a rage no, in that, yours. That's what I'm saying. Liv, Liv, would, Liv is trying to create what they have at the waste management at 16. That's what they're trying nice. to create. I got a so, good idea. But yeah, but the, they had over 100,000 people on the course at one time. The, the videos and some of the comments yeah. and everything is pretty hilarious. It was straight out of a Happy Gilmore movie. Yeah. You know? yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got some comments from some of the golfers. <laughs> nice. and I just went in on it. We'll hit that in the hodgepodge. G-Bag of the Day is coming up at uh, 2.30. We'll jump into some Cowboys and then get you the best audio coming up next right here. It's the G-Bag Nation, the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, nation. Hope you're having a good one. G-Bag of the Day is coming up in eight minutes. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If your loved one has been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817-333-3333. Jump online to truckwreck.com. Here's the Wooly Bully with some Cowboys content. What do you think are the Cowboys' biggest roster needs? Let's rank them for you, and uh, let's see if you agree with these rankings, courtesy of Blogging the Boys. They always do phenomenal work. It was cool seeing RJ Ochoa out there at Radio Row last week in Las Vegas. He was crushing it. He sure was. But if you look at the roster needs, I was just talking about this with Eric, and I know, Brian, we've been uh, doing the draft. You guys did a great job today, the draft show. Thank you. Doing it again on Thursday as well, but you can check that out. But I think one of the big roster needs we've talked about and is ranked number one would be center. Tyler Biotish is a free agent, and this is a draft class where there are a couple of good centers that we've been eyeing. One might be... Uh, Powers Johnson, who is a center from Oregon, played next to T.J. Bash, who the Cowboys currently have. So is this guy first wow. name Powers, last name Johnson? Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson. Okay, Jackson. Jackson yeah. Powers, so he's a hyphenated last name guy. Powers Johnson, hyphenated. So you know he's a badass. Uh, but he all, he really is. I mean, the tape doesn't lie. Dude's very athletic, has some versatility, can play guard or center. Problem is now, when you look at all these mock drafts, I don't know if he's even going to make it there to 24. Yeah, I think you do have to worry about the Dolphins ahead of you. They're looking for a center, too. I know it won't get past Jerry. 
I hope he doesn't. No. I hope he does not. Uh, but there's also Graham Barton from Duke, who's an option. And then left tackle. Like, What do you guys think about the Tyron Smith situation? I was actually uh, listening earlier to Get Up this morning, uh, and I think it was Jeff Saturday was trying to float out the idea, what if the Kansas City Chiefs tried to pry Tyron Smith in free agency? They're like, dude, come win a Super Bowl with us. Start a year with Patrick Mahomes at left tackle. Because every single year Mahomes has been in a Super Bowl, he's had a different starting left tackle. And their guy this year, Donovan Smith, was not very good. So maybe Tyron Smith, and we've heard the the rumors of if the Cowboys were to even trade him, he would retire. I don't know that he even wants to leave Dallas, but you got to think if if you kind of float that carrot out there, that could be enticing for a player like Tyron. Yeah, the um, what you're hearing I think is right. Now, things might change. You know, after Tyron Smith, but you got to know if you sign Tyron Smith, you can't practice him. Mm-hmm. You got to know. I mean, and that's him leaving Dallas would be very, very hard just for the reason of they understand how to get him to the games now. You know, you're going to have some coaches that, yeah, it's having Tyron Smith, and yeah, you're going to miss him for three games, but he didn't practice. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, well, and you're going to need that 24 hour hyperbaric chamber yeah. suit on so, his body. I, but if I'm Tyron, that's the one opportunity I might listen to. Oh, yeah, yeah I, for I, sure. No, I, I. There's no question. That's the one opportunity you would listen to. The, if you're if you're chasing a ring, mm-hmm. absolutely you would. But I, I just, I've been told by people that know him well, and this, again, this is something that probably can go way wrong. Exactly what you said. You trade him, he's going to retire, or he's going to step away from this. You know, because he understands. Oof. They understand him. And, uh, you know, he understands them. And he played at a very high level last year. I believe sure he did. played 14 games, which is the most he's played in, in, in several years. So they did kind of find out a way to get him to game day. Yeah. Uh, and you know he's not going to play all 17. But if you can get, what, 80% of the season from Tyron, you're feeling pretty good about that. I still think, yeah, I would look at addressing left tackle. And this is a, a draft class specifically. You can nail one of these guys in the first round. The last time they picked 24, they got Tyler Smith. And now you're looking at an all-pro player. So that's definitely an area to look at. You've also got running back, defensive tackle, linebacker, and corner. So with those positions in mind, is there a group there that you're like, damn, they, they this is this is priority number one for me? I think priority number one is a center. Yeah. Uh, you know, upgrading the offensive line with youth and athleticism and the, the ability to open gaping holes and get to the next level, Brian. Yeah. That's what you taught me. Cut yeah. that defense in half, right? I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's either up the middle on both sides. When you start to talk about up the middle, like include the running back, include the center, you know, include the defensive tackles, include the linebackers. You know, that that's where this, this thing – I'm interested to see when Mike comes in. and I know Zimmer? He, yeah. And I know that he's looked at this team. I'm interested to see when he meets with the coaches – you know, keep an eye on that because they, he might be able to add some coaches once he meets with the staff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the thought. So keep an eye on that. But I, I guarantee you he's looking at that that defense. He's going, man, what did you guys do with this Mozzie Smith guy? Yeah. What, what, what was the plan there? And why were you guys playing with safeties at linebacker uh, 70% of the time? You know, and somebody's Will's going to tell him because we got banged up. We got injured. I, I don't think Zimmer wants to do anything like that. But there was a great article from Todd Archer today in ESPN, and he was talking with Bill Parcells, Darren Woodson, several other players, and, and Woody, and who we got to talk with at Radio Row last week, on Mike Zimmer as the coach. He said, I would say, man, give him time. He's going to be callous when he comes in. Don't be sensitive. The yeah. guy wants to win. He wants to win at all costs. He's huh? the most competitive 
I've ever met. Give him time and you'll get it. You'll understand. You're going to have to be ready and you're going to bite him too. He's looking for the fight too. Don't back down because he's okay with it. Is this Parcel saying this? Thick skin. That was uh, Darren Woodson. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Another quote, uh, here's what I love, and a lot of people wouldn't have done this, but we're the Super Bowl champs, and I'm like at the height of my career, and he's showing me all my bad plays, Darren Woodson said. I'm like, holy S, but it's all what can I work on, and he's breaking it all down with me. That brought us that much closer because I wanted to be better. Again, it wasn't all cuddly. It was this is who you are. Let's figure out how to get better. The players in that locker room that want to achieve greatness are going to love Mike Zimmer. The ones that are there to collect their paychecks are probably not going to have a fun time. Here's my February prediction for the year. This hire might save his job, might save Mike McCarthy's job. This hire by Mike Zimmer being here might save his job. I think that I think Mike's going to come in. I think he's going to do some things with his defense that's similar to what Steve Spagnuolo has been able to do with Kansas City's defense. I think he's. I, yeah. I think he's going to make that kind of. Uh, uh, you know, he just needs the buy-in. That's the whole thing. They just need the buy-in. You know, Micah Parsons and Tank and and you know Osa, those guys, and they they just need the buy-in there. Digs. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about the whole thing with Dan Quinn. Dan Dan didn't coach these guys hard. You know, you listen to some guys over there. Wanye uh, Thomas. Wanye Thomas is talking to people and saying, "Man, I'm ready to be coached hard." You know. I, 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 this thing I, I think could go the right way. I think this might save his job. It might be a home run type of hire where they find they, they were able to get maybe the one guy out there that could be an upgrade over what Dan Quinn was bringing you. Yeah. Because DQ was doing a hell of a job statistically, the turnovers, this Cowboys defense has been up there. But I think Mike Zimmer is a perfect shift in just the, the way and the approach and the toughness yeah. and some of the things that we were talking about after that Green Bay game. You, you, you need a different voice sometimes, yeah. someone that can rattle the cage. Yeah. Zim seems like he might be the perfect fit. He's that guy? I think, you know, you have to find a way to inspire players to want to be great. And I, I think sometimes the laissez-faire approach, whether it's it's Wade or whether it was Dan Quinn or, or Pete Carroll, it can create a two of a relaxed environment. And the, a guy like Mike Zimmer just knows how to make sure it's not relaxed, you know. And maybe yeah. Mike McCarthy doesn't prefer that style, but they both can really, really work. And I know Mike Zimmer's will work more consistently yeah. because he's impatient, he's urgent, and those are traits that will make some modern, you know, people nervous. But it gets results, Brian. I think you're onto something right there. Totally with you on that. It is time now for the G bag of the day in the Pimp Cup. We go. Here's Lucius. Happy Fat Tuesday. Yes, sir. Order a couple pizzas later. Fat Tuesday properly. Okay, okay. Uh, Shout out to Broadus for he's a jolly good fellow. Always jolly. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Beans and rice. Uh, Appreciate you. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Smacking. Got some. uh, Got some extra, Lucius. So take it on home with you. I'll box it up for you. Yeah, I can do that. It was smacking. It was smacking because food don't slap. Does All it right. bust? It does bust, though. That's bussing. <laughs> it do be bussing, though. It do be bussing, though. Yeah, that was good. It do be bussing. All right, let's get into this. Uh, our winner and champion so far is a very toxic pastor on a toxic Tuesday. <laughs> Tells a woman in church, in the house of God, why she is single. I don't think this is the reason. It's your fault. Yeah. It's your fault. 
A woman should just shut up and look cute and nod your head. Jeez. It's your fault. <laughs> who want me to who, who want me to cr critique them right now on Ooh, the spot? I do, I do. You do it? Come here, come here right here. Come right here. Now she said she gonna do this, didn't she? Did I call her out? Did she come on herself? Whoa. All right, so you need to lose weight. Oh. Find a good bra. Mm. You need to go to in it. Intimates. It's called intimates. I took my wife. My wife knew nothing about anything. No. I took my wife knew nothing because she came from a family who didn't know anything about it. I took my <laughs> wife to a place that they had. We don't buy bras at Victoria. Not black women that got large breasts. So you need to get your bra made. Why are you saying like and that? And it's not that expensive. You need to get your bra made. No, baby, you get a good bra. It's almost like having a breast lift. <laughs> what are you saying like that? Large breasts. breasts. We're not going to Victoria's yeah. Secret. Custom made ones. Yeah. He held that follow through on breasts for Large a while. Breasts. Clearly, <laughs> directly channeling in. Jesus there in that sermon. <sighs> you don't have a bra on. That's why you don't have a man. Yeah. Part of the Bible. It's that says. easy. Put the bra on. He called his wife out, you know, for not having a clue, and then he blamed it on his the, fa the, you know, the her family, family, the in laws. Which I'm know? pretty sure there's some family members in there. If you're if you're running the church, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. My lord. Hey, hey, Fat Tuesday. Hey, hey. It was Super Bowl, now it's Mardi Gras, and Valentine's Day tomorrow, baby, yeah. They say they energy harvesting out here. They energy harvesting, so be careful. How about this one? Let's go to Culver City, to a city council meeting. California. Where Chad and JT have a gripe. <laughs> Uh, what up, council? My name is Chad Kroger. Let's cut the BS, guys. The Super Bowl is America's holiday, a day where we honor the two sacred C's, contact sports and capitalism. And it's filled with other C's too, camaraderie, commercials, and brews. However, there's one issue. The Super Bowl is on a Sunday, and the next day is Monday. I mean, how are we supposed to enjoy our national birthright when we know we have to work the next day? Birthright. And this Super Bowl for me, honestly, total disaster. I couldn't enter into full party mode because I knew I had to clock into my job at Petco the next day, and I was having this conversation with my crush, Tina, and I totally blew it because I couldn't remember my rising astrological sign. Like, that conversation had the potential to be epic, but ended up only leading to a makeout. So that's why I'm requesting, Council, that you make the day after the Super Bowl a national holiday, a day of rest and redemption so that we can fr freaking honor those who emptied the tank. Let's make our founding fathers <laughs> proud. <laughs> those who emptied the tank. <laughs> Chad's always on the Sunday. We really want to be able to leave it all on the field, man. <laughs> Give us a chance. Uh, hey, are, hey, hey. I don't want to hey, play with any regrets. Hey, hey, I think that's just what we need to push us over the top on this campaign, though. Now that they're on it. Josephine Johnny. Hey, hey, Josephine Johnny. From one city council to a school board meeting right here. Toxic. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yo, it was super toxic. Grandpa went scorched earth. He went scorched earth. He's had about enough of this. Oh, boy. Good evening, cowards. Nice to see a bunch of... Hold on, hold on. It's about to get hot, bro. Did you hit the right button there? I did. Good evening, cowards is how he started it all. Oh, my God. Good evening, cowards. Nice to see you. a bunch of fat, ugly women. Oh, and this oh, what? Excuse you. What? Can we see yeah. Betty Jen 
No. Please keep telling. No. 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 Fat, ugly women is what they are. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Bye. Let's talk about it. Bye. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, everybody. And we wonder why children are retarded stupid today. We wonder why. We wonder why when we have these these pathetic people here called teachers rape the children's mind. And if you people are too stupid to know what rape is, it's called control. Wow. You sound like that Canadian cowboy guy from last year. Hey, you guys don't know what we do out there. <laughs> I you scum and earth, you ain't never seen a day of hard work. <laughs> Your hands are soft as tissue paper. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I've seen men die out there. Held nine in my arms one day. <laughs> and I my took team. his wife right after there. Yeah, I wanted exactly. to be lonely. <laughs> what else we got? I thought he was going down a path of insisting on pretty women to teach. <laughs> yeah. You know, which I would support, by he the way. He was course to earth, bro. He's just like all three of y'all up there. Y'all are fat. And these teachers behind me are dumb. <laughs> Come on, bro. Kids are pretty smart these days, by the way, I found. Too dang smart. Yeah, Arguing with them is tough starting at about nine years old. It makes some good points. Yeah, as long as they ask the right questions and they have the right curiosity. Yeah. I don't like all this internet out here with all these answers. You don't have curiosity to even go look the stuff up. It kind of bothers me. That's in my crawl. Hey, 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 hey. Lucius, you sound like a Jamaican, not from... Hey, I feel you, bro. Wagwan. <laughs> it's all kind of the same. It's a different boat ride. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Let's go ahead and vote. <laughs> is it our one-time G-Bag of the Day champion, the Toxic Pastor? Is it the Culver City Council Damn. with Chad and JT? Or is it the school board meeting? I'm going to go with the bros, Chief. How about you? I'm going to go with the champ. Lucius? Passa? Giving, giving honor to Passa? We're a two-to-one, Wolchuk. You know, the old Canadian grandpa. Yeah. Uh, Brian? How about Chad and those guys? We're tied at two. Jump on to at GBag Nation's Twitter account. We'll create an Insta poll. You can vote at the break. And then we're coming back with Krusty's Corner. Where are you taking that today, sir? Yeah, I've got some cowboy free agent stuff I want to get through with these guys. We'll do that next. Oh, thank you, Lucius. It is the GBag Nation here on the fan. Congrats to the Toxic Pastor. Won a very close vote off at GBag Nation. Follow us when you get there. You can follow all of us in the bio. Here's at Brian, Krusty's Corner. Thank you very much, General. Um, after the show today, uh, if you like, please give it a listen. Uh, Bobby and I had a uh, Love of the Star podcast back on schedule here uh, after our week in Las Vegas. Uh, did a lot of work on Mike Zimmer, some thoughts there, um, just general things that we might think going forward uh, with the hiring stuff. So um, you can find it on your Odyssey podcast, wherever you know you get that stuff. So appreciate if you give a listen after our show today. Um, uh, happy Fat Tuesday to everybody, too, out there. Be safe out there, as Lucius likes to always tell you. Uh, enjoy that day. And uh, what I want to talk about here are it's a couple different things. Uh, the fan side came out with something of three cowboy free agents that the team cannot afford to let hit the market. Ooh, okay. I'll be the judge of that, Brian. Yeah, you want to be the judge of that? <laughs> I want to. But before, before I get to that, though, there's another uh, a, uh, another group put out a, uh, a top 40 list 
of all free agents in the league. Cowboy only had two on that list. At number 40 was Stephon Gilmore, and number 31 was Tyron Smith. And it was a prediction of where they were going to sign is what they put out. I think they're both going to be back. I hope you're right about that. But the Stephon Gilmore one, they've got him going to another team. Oh, crap. But what's interesting is they're both identical deals for Gilmore and for Tyron Smith. For Gilmore, they've got him going to the Houston Texans. And if you go through that top 40 list, man, the Texans are spending some money on that prediction. They've got they got the Texans picking up Chris Jones, who's the number one guy as the uh, the number one free agent out there. Like a $115 million deal, four-year deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Gilmore, they've got predicted going to sign a one-year $12 million deal with the Houston Texans. And then they've got Tyron Smith, the prediction for him is that he is going to sign a one-year $12 million deal with the Dallas Cowboys. So $12 million, we feel good about Tyron Smith. Yeah, I think that's very fair. I, I would hope that a lot of it is incentive-laden. So if yeah. he gets hurt in camp, you're not on the hook for uh, all of that. Um, you know, I don't think Tyron has to do that. I think he's earned a contract on the open market, and another team would be willing to take that risk to get him. So it'll be really interesting to see what he and his representation have to say. But I do expect the Cowboys to try to make it, uh, you know, per-game bonuses. I know that might have got sensitive this year as far as them keeping him out of games and Maybe he won't want to go for that this time around. We'll have to see. I think that's exactly what it needs to be, though. And it needs to be based on, you know, time played, snaps, whatever it is. Uh, that There's got to be a contingency in there. But I also – I'm for bringing back Tyron. He played very, very well. But I don't think that should be any reason why you wouldn't draft a tackle, especially in the first round if one of these guys that you like is available at 24. You can't use a first-round pick for a guy you don't think is going to start, though. Uh, he's going to end up starting a lot of games. And Tyron Smith could end up missing an entire season. I don't think that would shock anybody. I, I think that's an important position to where you go yeah. ahead and plug and play that guy, and I'm fine with it. Man, Better be clearly the best player. Man, you're going to get crucified for doing that. I don't care. There's nothing more important than the offensive line. And oh, I understand. People should, Cowboy fans should know that more than anybody. I think, you know, if you told me that it was a center, I would totally agree with you on that. I'm fine with the center, I, I but think, we just talked about the best center in the draft maybe not being on the board. No, no, and I, I totally understand what you're saying there. I The thing that would worry me is I think you need to make the Tyron Smith decision before you even get to the draft. Yeah. I think I don't I, – you know, either – either because if that's the case, when you sign him, I'm not – I'm not interested in drafting. The what happened to position flex guys? He there is that who you're talking about? Maybe being gone. There could be a guy that can play left or right. But if you're telling me you think a Doga is going to be your swing tackle, I'd rather have the I'm, rookie that I take at 24 be that guy. I'm 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 banking on. I'm going to bank on Awesome Richards here. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to and yeah and, and and I knew that was going to happen. All it's right. like oh way to go, Broadus. That's why you're doing radio. You know I, I I get it because it you know it's hey we haven't seen it you know. And you're thinking that oh, well, second year is there going to be a jump? You know, but I, man, I, there's there's just too many. Maybe I'm, I shouldn't even think about drafting for need though either. Too no, I think that if there, I, I'm not moving away from a tackle because of Tyron Smith on a one year deal. I think that would be foolish. Yeah, I I, I think I'd be surprised if if they. I think I'd be a little bit surprised if they went that route. To me, I would just say, man, if you want to get one in the first round. You you just need to to move on from Tyron. 
That's what you know, I, was thinking, I think. Yeah. Just just make you know maybe maybe a team like the Chiefs swoop in, and it, it could be a little bit of a bummer because you'd like for him to be a lifer, sure, whatever. I understand he played at a high level when he played last year, but I think you just got the best version of Tyron Smith. Are you going to get back to back years of the best version of him? I think the best thing that could happen for this team is they're forced into we got to do something here because they're going to half-ass the contingency plan behind him, and it's going to be some level of a doga or whatever something stupid. And those are those are games. I mean that. That lost you the Dolphins game. Yeah. Tyron Smith plays in the Dolphins game, you're, or just somebody who is yeah. NFL quality, and that is not a Doga, you yeah. probably win that game. Uh, so I just think that they've they've messed around too much with the Tyron stuff. He sh- probably should have been gone a couple of years ago. Last year, what he gave us this past season, great. Thank you. I Way more than I expected. I'd be dumb to think I'm going to get lucky on that again because that's what that is. That's getting lucky last year. He's probably yeah. going to miss m- many more games next year than what he did this year. I think you also have to consider, though, the name of the game in the NFL, especially with roster building, is getting something for a discount compared to what market value is. And, you know, Tyron played at an $18, $20 million level. If you get that for 12, you're 65%, you're saving 6 mil, you can spend elsewhere on the roster. Or you got to use a first round pick that you could use for a stud linebacker, or maybe the center is there, or a, a, another corner. Right? It's the opportunity cost of what you'd be using that on. And I, I just think if you're going to win the championship, it looks to me like you're going to bring Tyron Smith back on a team friendly deal and use that first round pick to address another gaping hole on your roster. Then I would just say, like, then 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 you can't be scared of putting Tyler Smith at left tackle inevitably when Tyron gets hurt and you got to have somebody better yeah. than a Doget guard to take Tyler Smith's spot. Or you just have four is your contingency right there. You, and he's your future tackle. And, and it, I can, but I, I understand that y'all's trepidation on having Tyron Smith and using a first round pick at left tackle yeah. for a team that depends so much on the draft and needing immediate contributions, something they didn't get really at yeah. all from this pre- previous draft. Right. Like we know the pressure's on for this draft. These guys need to come in day one and contribute. And I get what you're saying, Walchuk, where if you have a left tackle, there is a rookie Tyron Smith's going to miss some time. He's going to play. And at the end of his rookie contract, when he starts four years for you, you're not going to care that he didn't start the entire rookie season. That's how I feel about that. Do you think that's more of a need than center? No, I think center is your most glaring need right now. But I do think that this is a very talented tackle draft, which is unique. And if they evaluate that, man, our best player on the board is one of these tackles, I trust them to hit on that play. Can you stretch this thing to 56? For Maybe. one of the centers? Or no, I think for, no, no, for one of the tackles. I don't think so. The BYU kid? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. But he, and I don't love him. I think he's a right tackle. I wouldn't want to take that guy. Okay. I just was curious what you thought about that. All right. Uh, okay, since we really dove into Tyron Smith there, they said this next story was they, guys they can't lose, Stephon Gilmore, they said that he can't hit the, the free agent market because they were, Cowboys were a top five team against the pass in 2023. Stephon Gilmore played a huge role in that success. 2019's Defensive Player of the Year appeared in all 17 games, 54 tackles, 13 pass defense. That's the most he's had since 2019. Two interceptions, one forced fumble. He only allowed uh, 55% completion rate and an 82.7 pass rating on 95 targets, too. Does Gilmore fit the Mike Zimmer way of doing things? I think Mike really wants to play with guys that can play press man. Yeah, physical. And, and physical and play up on the line, jam you, run with you, have that kind of ability. Yeah. Do we Is, is that Gilmore? Is that Diggs? I think that's Diggs. I'm not so sure it's Gilmore anymore. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm worried about. I think it's, I think it's Bland. 
I think yeah. it, oh, it's absolutely bland. Sure. Yeah, bland. But bland, bland's got to be your nickel. You yeah. got it. You got to either have Gilmore on the boundary or somebody else there. I mean, my gosh, if you could get Legarius Sneed out of Kansas City. Yeah, he's he's uh, the Houston Texans. I think were another team that were. There's, they're not going to pay for Legarius Sneed, and I know and they I'd won't. be shocked if the Chiefs let him go. What Gilmore said to us and on Radio Row last week. It sounds like he really wants to come back. I mean, he's still yeah. using the we. He feels like there's unfinished business. Uh, uh, you know, his his bros are here. He's made quick friends with a lot of the guys. Yeah. And I think this is where he wants to be. So I don't think the Cowboys are going to screw this up. And I don't think Gilmore's going to command so much on the open market that he that they would get priced out if the agent's trying to maximize. We talked about Tyron Smith, as I mentioned. The one that might be a surprise here is they said they can't let Dorrance Armstrong hit free agency. And they said that uh, it would be wise for the Cowboys to resign Armstrong considering the state of their defense, of the Lions, defensive Lions contracts. In addition to Armstrong, Dante Fowler, Jonathan Hankins, Neville Gallimore, also free agents this offseason. Furthermore, Demarcus Lawrence, Oso Diggy Zua, and Chauncey Golston are all projected to hit the open market in 2025. If Dallas wants to ensure that the D-line remains the best next year and beyond, finding a way to lock down Armstrong before free agents free agency opens is a must i, I would rather have fowler. i would rather have fowler than him if you ask me i i think this is what smart teams do is they let players like this move on and they yeah. draft guys or they find cheaper veterans but i i just don't think you can spend a significant amount of money there considering you're already good there and you need to be good in the middle of your defensive line you need to be good at linebacker you need to improve your running game there's just it's it's too much of a priority and i think dorrance armstrong is going to make around eight million bucks right you know, I, just, I, I can't see how the Cowboys are going to make that fit in their budget anymore. He's just too good of a player. Somebody else going to see him as a starter? Maybe you mean, the commanders always, you know, because of oh, yeah, Dan the Quinn. Could. I think that's a good link. He is a tremendous special teams player. You look at the punts that he's blocked. Sure. Uh, he fits. But, yeah, I mean, end is a sneaky need for this football team. It is. It very I is. think Dorrance Armstrong is a glue guy on a championship team. All right. <laughs> I, I like But that. this isn't a championship team. Great first hour, gentlemen. You're right about that. It's time now for the NFL news of the day. We'll check what you got. Yeah, who called in sick yesterday? And Andy Reid loves something other than cheeseburgers. I'll tell you what that is next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.